Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. This week's episode is brought to you by none other than Adam and Eve. They needed to change the name to Adam and Steve because I bought so many gay ass lesbian toys on me. (laughs) (laughs) And I think I'm not going to lie. Every time we talk about it, I'm like, yeah, they're butt plugs. Get the butt plugs. Because that booty training kit booty camp training kit y'all will find it they're anal dilators they're so great they sell we I got really for- are, just keep pubbing these anal dilators bro because it's such a universal gift you know what I'm saying <laughs> your mother your father I mean whatever well bro. not only that with our code WD50 you can get 50% off of just about any one item when you select your one item you'll get 50% off but you'll also receive three free adult DVDs plus a free mystery gift and it'll either be for him or her and you know, I don't know where they're going to put those DVDs, but we was talking <laughs> about it and we was thinking maybe like PlayStations or Xboxes. Look, they got, I mean, if you have a hard drive, like, you know, the big little boxy modem thing at your job, <laughs> you could put it You're in really there. You're really telling them to put, now we know y'all listen to us at y'all job, but don't be putting pornos in your goddamn hard drive at work, goddamn. I mean, what else you going to do while you out there? <laughs> Is it true or not? Like while you at work, you only spend like really like five out of the eight hours working. And on top of that, if you want to really work, some other shit those booty dilators I'm telling you it will stretch a little ass out for anal sex it's a great gift what holiday is coming up Memorial Day weekend (laughs) and I'm telling you uh, you want to get ready for the niggas so again go to adamandeve.com and use our code WD50 at checkout that's WD50 now let's get on with the show all right, we here, y'all. We is here on a Monday. Y'all know, y'all love hearing us on a motherfucking Monday. It's work. You do. Y'all at work. It's the motherfucking Got one your th- DVD, Adam and Eve DVDs in. Y'all know this <laughs> the last full week before y'all get ready to go pop your pussies for Memorial Day weekend. Because I know I'm ready. Oh, shit, no, y'all oh, got you two weekends I'm popping my pussy with, uh... With who? Beard bases. Here you go. Wait, again, wait, scissors is coming to L.A.? I'm not going to LA. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. You're going somewhere else. Uh huh. So after we all fucked it, it was great. We was like, shit, you want to come, babe? He was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Which one of y'all buying his flight? <laughs> <laughs> 
I just know you like little sugar mama or whatever. No, but not, any- my boo good. <laughs> Listen, it's hard once you're like in a throuple for a weekend to like then pay for shit on your own because like the nigga of course loves to flex on y'all because he's fucking two bitches. So me and her were like, damn, we gonna go on this vacation by ourselves? Shit, bitch, we gonna be eating Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, you're here. This is another episode of Four of Decisions. I'm your girl, Mandy B. I'm Wheezy. And we are joined by a lovely guest. Now, this is an episode I ain't even gonna hold you, bruh. They have been asking for this. <laughs> um, and I don't know, do you follow Passport Cuddy? Or I don't. are you? I'm okay. familiar. So, Passport Cuddy, stay reading people for their goddamn zodiac she was signs. Low key reading Mandy. So, we have an astrologist here with us, and Cuddy, Mandy, and her were hanging right in Houston. So, we're at the pool, and Cuddy was like, Y'all have an astrologist? I was like, Yeah, it's such a good idea. And I was like, But Mandy doesn't believe in it. She was like, So, why she call herself a Libra then? <laughs> so, if you don't believe in it, why you call yourself a Libra then? And I was like, It's well, a good point. Well, I am a Libra. <laughs> if you don't believe in God, are you going to be a Christian or a Jew? Or I fucking- mean, I believe in a higher being. So, bitch, how are you a Libra, but you don't believe in it? Listen, bitch, you asked too many motherfucking questions. We ain't get started. So go ahead, introduce yourself to our listeners. Let sure. them know your name, what you do, and why you a motherfucking astrologist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my name is Mecca Woods. I am an astrologer. I've been practicing for about 10 years, born oh. and raised in the Bronx. BX. Um, <laughs> BX stand up. And the reason why I've been drawn to astrology and I practice it is because uh, way long ago when I was at a crossroads in my life, I found that it was a great tool to empower myself and to make empowering decisions. So what I do Mm -hmm. is use that as a tool to help people through their challenges and make the most of their lives and opportunities that present. So real quick, before we get into like this deep, you know, astrology, Mm -hmm. is it closer to science or religion? It is not a religion. Okay. Um, It is not a science either. It's, I once heard a colleague explain it as being like a marriage between math and myth. And I like that. mm, The thing with astrology is what I always tell people is that um, you don't need to believe in it in order to use it. It is a tool. You can use it to like. I'm a Libra. Thank you you for giving my answer. (laughs) You can use it um, the way that you would use any other tool. And as a matter of fact, there's a a favorite quote of mine that I love to always uh, talk about whenever this subject comes up. And it's by Kevin Burke, who's another astrologer. And it says, um, you don't need to believe in a hammer in order to use it. And that's the same way that you would do astrology. Like, it's just a thing of studying cycles and patterns and basically informing that decisions and experiences that we have in our lives so we can make the most of the opportunities that that present themselves and learn how to navigate challenges and things that we can't control. I love that. I've heard a lot of people say things like they don't believe in astrology because it's too broad. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, if there's a million Pisces in the world, are we all really going to have a hard week at work? Like, what... Okay, well, I guess let me yeah, stop. Yeah, because we're going to get into them questions. We're going to, oh, we got them. We got them. Come, let's do the icebreaker. Let's do the icebreaker. Yeah, sounds Because good. you just brought up Pisces. We know that's you, so bitch, let's not bring everything so to I, Pisces. Oh, wait, we should all say our sign. So I'm a Pisces, rising Aquarius, uh, Sagittarius, and my moon is in Aries. Okay, I'm a, I'm about to say Leo sun. I'm a Sagittarius sun, a Leo rising, and Aquarius moon. And I'm a Libra. That's all I know, y'all. <laughs> I don't know these risings and dips and settings and she all don't that. No raises. <laughs> um, so before we start, guys, um, as you see what this episode is going to be about, I think a lot of us um, look for signs um, as kind of an, a reason to why our partners act the way they do, why we have the type of sex we have, um, even 
sometimes our friendships and how we communicate. So we're going to delve into that. But before we are going to start an icebreaker, and Mecca kind of gave this little game, and I kind of like it because I think as soon as we hear of a sign, one word comes to our mind. Right. So what we're going to do is I'm going to name off the sign and she actually corrected me y'all because I started going by the actual calendar and she's like no actually it starts with Aries Um, it does not start with Capricorn bitch Um, so she read me before we started but I'm going to go down the list of signs Mm -hmm. and all of us are going to say the very first word that comes to our mind with these signs okay Okay. so we're going to start with you Mecca you then I'm going to say my word and then I'm going to say the next um, sign and we're going to go like that All right, and let's see let's see what we think of y'all pussy ass can I think can we say skin because there's something I don't know. Okay, yeah, you can say skip if you okay. just don't know. Okay. Um, so the first is Aries. Sex. Mm. Passionate? Air. I don't know shit about Aries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Taurus. Luxury. Don't know. Horns. That's like, they're the horns, right? That's, they, yeah, they do that's have horns. Sign? They okay. do have horns. Gemini. Chatty. Crazy. Bipolar. <laughs> uh, cancer, nurturing, motherly, fuck nigga, the, the, <laughs> Leo, uh, conceited. I was gonna say attention whore, dominant, <laughs> Virgo, uh, control freak. Not sure. Controlling. That's my mom. Um, Libra, wishy washy. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say indecisive. Oh, same thing. And I was going to say the best motherfucking sign in the world, B. Nah, uh, Libra. I, so the word that I have for Libra. But, you, but, but is it though? Loyal. I would say that's that's um, the the word that I have. Ooh, for Mecca got a little look. She's like, yeah, all right, bitch. Let me, get, let me get my ball. <laughs> Scorpio. Intense. Good sex. Sneaky. Sagittarius. Wild as shit. Not sure. Fun. Capricorn. Money. Outgoing. Um, I would say nurturing for Capricorn. Um, Aquarius. Eccentric. Mm. Artistic. I would say indecisive. <laughs> and last one is Pisces. Weed. Mm. Weed? Emotional. Emotional as fuck. You know he. I already know. I don't even want to meet no more Pisces. <laughs> I, I got one right by me. That's all the motherfucking Pisces I need in my whole goddamn life. Talk to so, me. <laughs> so I decided because there was so much um, to actually talk about on this topic. Um, a lot of you started sending in questions. And bitch, they, I'm pretty much just going to send them all to your book and email. Because they're like, well, can you really delve into what a Capricorn and Aquarius and what's what it's like for them to bitch, be Bitch, you and your man need to download something else. <laughs> Literally, everyone was sending their actual sign with, you know, their compatibility with their people. Right. Every episode, we are going to go down this like a regular horrible decisions, but it is all about astrology, zodiac, and horoscopes, and I think that's all the same thing. But yeah. Right. Um, so I actually found for our vanilla shit, um, YouPorn launches a sex zodiac service for horoscope lovers. Have you heard of this? I've heard of it. I've heard okay. Of it. So you already know about your. Oh, okay. Let me just get into it. So the folks at YouPorn have teamed up with Dossie via Trenu Wells of Know the Zodiac to give you your sex. zodiac 
zodiac.com. That's interesting. This is a monthly sex horoscope, so you know whether to go on the prowl or maybe just stay in for Netflix. According to a press release, the site will let users find out who they are compatible with, what their sign says about their sex taste, what their sexual interest means based on their horoscope, and much more. Taking a glance at the horoscope for, say, this month, Check out this excerpt. This was for Aries. Um, So it says, On the 6th, a major astrological milestone takes place as Saturn, the planet of challenge, ends its five-month retrograde in the sign of Capricorn. And that already is... I don't know what the fuck that means. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This retrograde was affecting your social status and reputation sector. Okay, so it just goes into a horoscope read, which I want to get into that Mm -hmm. because... I think these become. I have to get a pen and paper because there's stuff that's coming in my mind, and I don't. Yes, write down your questions for sure. So basically, what this app does is tell you kind of if you can expect to have a whole lot of sex, who you will be compatible with having sex with, Mm -hmm. and all of these things. And what do you think about this app? Is that a thing like that you think? Um, I think it could be a great app. I think for me, um, it would just be a matter of like who they're actually getting to write the material Mm -hmm. um, because. Unfortunately, I have seen some apps that are astrology apps, but when you open it up, the descriptions and the horoscopes are extremely vague, mm. and they don't really offer you any insight at all. And and it kind of kind of feeds into that thing where people feel like astrology Super. is bullshit. You know. Right. Now we were just uh, yeah. saying. I was telling you I know about CoStar. That's how I learned my rising and moon. And you said that it's not as accurate. You suggested another one. Which one was that? Um. Well, I don't try to steal people away from certain things like you use what you use but the the thing that I use is the old school website which is astro.com astro.com and you go to astro.com and plug in your birthday the uh, day month year the location that you were born and the time that you were born and it will give you a readout of your birth chart oh shit I actually didn't do the co-star didn't ask me the location but that makes sense yeah, that might be. So all of that matters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the location, wow. the time, all of that matters. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so then I guess that's how I guess people would differ. I, I know you introduced yourself, but I just have two questions. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you different from a psychic? Like, what do, how mm-hmm. do you make money? How, what do people come to you for? So people come to me for advice on anything that has to do with, like, love uh, and relationships. So it could be, like, you know, family stuff. It could be things between... I've done parent and child uh, mm-hmm. readings. Nice. Um, I have done stuff around businesses, around, uh, like, career paths. Do you um, need to know, like, let's say someone wants to come to you about their boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Do you need them to figure out where the time that their boyfriend was born or, like... It depends. Like, if someone is coming to me about relationships, um, I usually like to have permission of the other party, you know, that's coming, like, because I don't read charts without permission. I find Mm. it to be very intrusive. But what I usually do, like, if a person is coming to me and they don't want their partner to know, I'll just give very basic sort of information and focus the reading on them and what they need to do as opposed to, like, talking too much about the partner. Because at the end of the day, it's about them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. So, oh, yeah. well, what I guess I want to know too. Outside of Astro.com, what other websites or apps? Because this is clearly something from YouPorn that they're bringing. But what other apps or sites would you suggest our listeners to maybe go to? Um, I have seen a uh, another <laughs> website called Astro-Charts.com. Okay, um, they have where you can go and like get your birth chart and things like that. 
Um, but I really feel like when it comes to like kind of getting like the basics of like astrology and kind of like uh, astro.com is kind of like the best one of the best resources See, that I'm you can go to. Okay. Yeah. I mean, just to read, you know, I like to read. But I want to see what to say about Libras, just just to, to see. Are you not the person that flips to the last page in the magazine then? What you mean? That always has like a horoscope. Like Cosmo that has a horoscope? Nah. I used to be looking for Backstreet Boys and shit first. Do you? <laughs> that's, that's when I really would look at magazines if you really want to get into it. Can we, what is astrology? Let's say that. Like, mm. you're, we're talking about moon and sun and all of that. And right. Venus and... There's a Chinese rat. What is the shit? <laughs> <laughs> no, in real life. So, the astrology that I practice is Western astrology. Okay. And it is based on some very old stuff from, like, pre-biblical times. Okay. And basically what it is, it is a study of patterns and cycles that are rooted in time. So whenever, so you were asking earlier about like what is like different, makes me different from a psychic. What I'm doing is kind of going back in time and looking at things that have happened historically and looking at that and how that like the planet's moving sort of correlates with that. Because what we're doing is really giving the planet's. Um, they're, they're acting as a language for what is happening and what's going on in the world. They're not causing anything. They're not affecting us. They're not like physically doing anything to us. It's just as above, so below. That's sort of like the, the context to it, right? Got it. So as we are looking at things that have happened in the past, we're making inferences of things that could happen in the future. So it's similar to the way like economists look at trends in terms to see like how the economy is going to go or whether ah. like meteorologists are looking at like weather patterns and seeing like this is going to happen, you know, on such and such day. So we're doing that similarly, like looking at trends and then saying, okay, if this has happened in the past because history repeats itself, then chances are that these things are going to happen again in the future. And this is why there's certain trends traits attached to certain signs and when you meet people you assume that they may act away based on how someone else who held that same sign may act is that kind of the same um somewhat yes okay. but i would also kind of want to like let people know that like Every Leo is not the same, you know. Like every sad, not shit. the same. Go ahead, because listen, <laughs> like it's, listen, I, they was on motherfucking Twitter talking about oh Scorpio, big, they got devil dicks. Yeah. And I'm like, I guarantee everyone who's born in late October, November does not have big dicks. Like, yeah, there's, it's a, just there's not a lot of a lot of stereotyping that happens <laughs> with astrology, as I'm sure you know. Um, there was something that came up the other day about someone who was like trying to deny someone housing because they were Capricorn. I don't know if you guys saw that. No. That was ridiculous. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Because they were Capricorn, they felt that Capricorn wouldn't blend well with their roommate situ- situation. What kind of white Williamsburg <laughs> hell is this? Completely ridiculous and, and nasty and the kind of astrology that I do not support. Like, it's not for okay. discriminating against people whatsoever. Right. But, yeah, there's a lot of stereotypes, you know. Um, you know, I've met Scorpios. I have a lot of people, like, a lot of Scorpios in my life. Not all of them are freaks. You know, I not know all of them a, are freaks. I, thank you. Just you go know, ahead and debunk that real quick. <laughs> not all Virgos are neat. And clean freaks, you know, not all Sages are like party animals. So there, it, it really depends, again, like, you know, on the day that you were born, because there's also your moon and your rising, your Venus and your Mars and all these different things that kind of blend together to make the whole. So it, it really, there's, there's different things that happened 
or happens within astrology uh-huh. that gives us some variety and okay. some differentiation when it comes to the zodiac signs and how they express themselves. Um, but at the end of the day, there are some core traits that we can kind of build from. Can and I, I ask you, sorry to interrupt you, I, I, we didn't talk about doing this, but I feel like why not? Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard our show before? You have not? No, no worries. So Mandy and I are known for acting like frenemies, right? Mm-mm. And we've done therapy on the show together. Do you think you could maybe read us okay. and our signs? Sure. Like business work. Oh, work-y. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Do you need, but does Mandy need a birth chart? Do I need to go yeah, get one? Yeah, I guess you need, yeah, I would I mean, need your birth chart. Oh, but so, just tell us okay. the good shit, because okay. we're fighting this motherfucker right no, now. Well, I ain't got to worry about it, because I'm amazing. My shit's going to be nice. Um, <laughs> So Mandy's a Libra? Yeah, so um, Mandy's a Libra sun, uh-huh. Uh-huh. a Pisces rising, Ooh. and a Cancer moon. Okay. And then I have you... Pisces is so hard to spell, god damn. Hold on. <laughs> Pieces, peace, pussies. <laughs> Pieces. Reese, um, Pisces. And then Wheezy. Hold on one second. All right, so then I have you as an Aries sun, a Taurus rising, and a Gemini moon. Hold on, I'm not a Pisces? Wait a minute. Hold on. You said April? No, oh, no March, March 17th. Oh, Mar- oh, no, okay, sorry, that's my fault then. I was like, damn. Right. Like, wait, wait. So I'm not emotional? <laughs> <laughs> wait, so sorry. you guys, Mecca is on astrology, uh, astro.com right now. She, We just called our moms um, to check and see what date we were born. For I mean, what time we were born because we need date, time, and location to get an accurate birth chart reading. I asked Mecca to check it out for us so that we could see how well we work together. So well, we already know the answer to that. But Not maybe, good. But maybe we need to hear some, <laughs> bitch. All right. See. <laughs> so wait, See? you said March seventeenth, right? Nineteen ninety-one. Yes. Okay. I just, yes. All right. All right. Now I got it good. All right. All right. All right. So let's see what this is looking like. All right. So Weezy, I have you. Uh, there's your sun in Pisces, your moon in Aries, and. Your ascendant and Sag. Okay, that's what I had. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Okay. So what does this mean? All right. So basically, like when it comes to the big three, your sun, moon, and rising, um, your sun is your identity, is Mm -hmm. how you want to shine in the world and how how you want people to see you. So as a Pisces sun, you want people to see you as someone that is uh, compassionate, caring, uh, intuitive, um, and that you have the ability to basically understand people at a very fundamentally fundamental level. Um, read me like a book. Read me like a book, man. <laughs> but then you have that Aries moon. What you right? saying? What so, is the Aries moon? Why you I put call, your head call, like that? I call uh-huh. the Aries moon a clapback moon, right? Because okay. your moon has to do with your emotions and how you express them and process them. And she don't know how to so do that, so yes. So <laughs> moon you Aries. Oh, you're definitely an Aries moon. Okay. So yeah, so moon and Aries is definitely going to be feisty. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely going to, to look out for their friends and family, be very fiercely protective mm-hmm. of, of the people that they love. Um, but as an Aries moon, in terms of like what you need, you also need like adventure and independence which makes you somewhat different from like the traditional Pisces which if you read about it they'll say like Pisces are clingy and, and too needy and all that kind of stuff like that but with your Not moon so much so. with your moon being in, in Aries you're a little bit more independent and freedom freedom loving 
than okay. the typical Pisces. And then that's me being anonymous. And that's also emotional. And that also kind of ties into your Sagittarius rising because your rising sign has to do with how you approach the world mm-hmm. and how you see yourself. Sagittarius is the sign that is associated with freedom and travel. So even though you have that compassionate, nurturing, and tender Pisces self, at the end of the day, you're approaching the world from a place of like wanting to explore, taste, and see as much as you possibly this can. This is so dope she because really is reading you. You've bitch. never heard our show and you know nothing about me. So I feel like everybody's listening like oh shit I mean you know I haven't met the tens of thousands of listeners but I yeah. feel like they would at least know that I'm so curious okay yeah, Miss Mandy and what, okay. About, what about me alright so right. I have hers right here first Libra is, is in uh, Sun Pisces Rising and Cancer and Moon yes okay so let me I'm just gonna pull up your chart uh, okay. again so that way I can have it in front of me uh, that was awesome no, it really was. And that's kind I ain't gonna of... lie, like I'm about to get you some somebody coins. <laughs> I'm be no, like, look this whole she, up. She really did read you. Wow, that's crazy. All right. So Mandy. So oh, we have you as a Libra sun. Yes. Right? Cancer Moon and Pisces rising. Yes. So, you know, this kind of uh, a little bit, I'll tell you about yourself, but I think this kind of ties into like why you guys work so well because you do have, because you do have a lot of <laughs> just two, so there's two things you both have a lot of water between you so like water is Cancer Pisces Scorpio right so you intuitively get along and there's like a fundamental sort of understanding that you have between each other but at the same time you also have a polarity between you with your Aries Moon and your Libra Sun so there's like a dynamic of like that push pull so things don't get boring. But with you being a Libra, the way you want to be seen, Mandy, as some is someone um, that basically you know wants to be fair, that wants to be diplomatic, that wants to be that knows how to hold space for other people and understand true. where they come true. from. Right. The other it thing about Libras, I heard that. The other thing about Libras is that Libras love playing the devil's advocate. So if you say something is blue, they'll come along and say, "Well, it could be green," you yep. know, and I they'll do argue, do they'll, they'll have the capacity to argue both sides. Now with your moon being in cancer your moon has to do with your feelings your moon is actually at home in cancer because cancer um the moon the moon rules cancer so cancer moons definitely have big big feelings a lot of feelings which kind of goes against the grain with you being a libra there's like a battle internal struggle with you like how how logical it's like how logical and rational am i but at the same time i have all these big feelings right Mm -hmm. and then with your your pisces rising um the way that you approach the world is from a place of compassion and wanting to understand and make the world a better place. That is me. Don't lie to her. Yeah. <laughs> you a hater. You believe in it now? Um, I mean, it's cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I, You know, I like my sign as a scale. <laughs> it's cute. Um, Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, no, so I like that. I mean, I think that it's interesting because this is a way that kind of we can maybe. I guess this is an explanation as to why maybe we are the way we are Mm -hmm. um, in terms of how we do approach the world, how we view ourselves and how we want others to view us. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would actually kind of tie that. And I know you said it's not religion, but I think it just gives us an explanation for something, which I feel like is what science is, which is why I don't believe it, but also religion as well. Like religion is faith because it gives us something to believe about life after death or what our purpose. Yeah. Um, And giving faith. So I I know this is horrible decisions. So we are going to get this and make this horrible decisions real quick. So (laughs) we going to get into the kink of the week. Yeah. I'm Um, like, meanwhile, bitch. I'm not going to, I'm doing a lot of self analyzing right now. Like just, you're saying that you ain't shit. You ain't shit. You ain't shit. That's all your moves. (laughs) When when maybe I have a meeting, right? We Mm -hmm. are so like, when we're in it, we're in it. When we're in tune. Yeah. We're going to do this. We're going to, have this we're going we're good but the second one little opinion doesn't agree no it's hard so this is what it is she's hard no no real quick Uh oh she is an only child Mm. and so i feel as though no i'll be honest i'll be honest and and this is kind of this isn't a therapy session and this isn't me ratting on you but even for other people who are listening if you were an only child to me i feel like you don't have the gag to kind of compromise because your whole life. Here's a Libra talking about compromise. Y'all. I, no, I was seriously, just gonna say, seriously, uh, here's, that, here's a Libra but, talking but, about. But, let's be fair. Let's yeah, consider, no, but, and that's what it is. But not only that, thank you. She's that's never, a, she's never had to really argue or compromise or share with someone else growing up as an only child. Hmm. If you want something, and because you were almost a miracle baby with your mom, you were very spoiled and you got what you but wanted you know your I whole worked, life. No, I didn't stop. For you a don't lot know me, Mandy. For a I lot of the time. very hard for the things I've had. I've had to work hard now, for my family. Now, as an adult, yes. I'm saying Literally though, the last all of those 10 years things, of my life. Right, bro. the last 10 years. But look how that comp- compares to the first 18. Yeah, but maybe that's shaped I, a lot of how I am able to like be compassionate about things that other people go through and working hard. I believe and- all of that working hard. I'm talking about when it comes to disagreeing and someone literally just saying, eh, I don't think I want to do it that way. It's your way or the highway in a lot of in a lot of scenarios. You think that. I, I work with you. Well, this is funny. You want to know what's funny? You both have Mars and Gemini, which is hilarious to me because Mars has to do with like how you fight and how you take action with things and Gemini is a sign that has to do with communication so you guys definitely fight with your words but but again <laughs> this is highlighting what I was talking about earlier the dynamic between you in terms of the Libra who's like you're not thinking about other people and the Aries that's thinking that the way that it sounded like oh the Aries part of you is thinking solely about yourself but that's kind of like where that push pull kind of comes in between those, those and two so energies. I, I think that this is something that maybe a lot of you who are listening if you have a partner um, that you know you've been seeing for a while whether it's intimately sexually or you guys have been together in a long term relationship maybe just making this kind of an activity for one night get some wine and look up your charts and kind of read into it and see if maybe this could be the reason as oh, you to know, why bitch y'all be waiting like so basically you said you ain't shit <laughs> <laughs> but no I do want to get into 
too that pussy was Louis. rising and so was your dick <laughs> <laughs> and when the moon went down I caught your ass <laughs> so we're gonna get into our kink of the week guys this is where we're gonna talk about sex and signs and so with this I know you guys want a whole motherfucking episode about how your sign relates to every other sign in the book but we're not gonna be able to do that here goes someone else well why don't you guys just have 12 different episodes on each side oh, and girl. I'm just like wait is there That's 12 signs Motherfucking podcast. <laughs> like, that's a lot. So I'm like, no, I'm not gonna friend. do that. Just you doing that for us, you about to get some little money. Yeah. So, but I do want to start, and we're gonna start. Um, so what I found is from Elite Daily. Mm. It says that the fetish each zodiac sign has definitely thought about at least once. Um, and this is based on the sign mm-hmm. and what they feel like the fetish matches them. Mm-hmm. So okay. let me know how true this is okay. and if you can elaborate on any of it, please feel free to. Okay. Cool. And if you have had any sort of sexual experiences with any of these signs and what it's saying their fetish would be, also tune into that. So the first one is Aries. They have Aries fetish as Dom. Aries are Doms by nature. Doms or Dominus that take reins and get off by watching a strong, confident person willingly submit to them. This person becomes their sub or submissive. Aries love the chase though. So pairing up with someone who is more of a brat is a better choice. Okay, I can see that. You can um, see that? I can, I can see that. Actually, <laughs> they were, there was a, a study, oh, thank you. sort of like a um, an informal study that I was reading about like doms uh-huh. versus subs. And uh, the signs that tended to show up the most were uh, Cancer, uh-huh. Capricorn, Aries, and I think that might have been it. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, cancers to me definitely have. And well, mostly Leo's. Okay. <laughs> so the next one is Taurus. Mm-hmm. The fetish for Taurus is master. Masters in the BDSM community are like doms on crack. They have a sub they call their slave, and the agreement they enter into goes outside of the bedroom. A master and slave relationship is exactly what it sounds like. The slave often has one master, but the master can have many slaves, and he, she, or they tells them all what to do. Taurus is extremely possessive of their lovers and are terrible at avoiding temptation. So this is a perfect arrangement oh, for them. Oh, that nigga cheated on me too the last Taurus I dated? Yeah. What, <laughs> what do you think about that? Um, I can see it from the from the possessive standpoint. Okay. Yeah. So Taurus yeah, are yeah. mostly possessive. Yeah. Oh, this one fits so good, bitch. The next one is Gemini. Can you guess what their fetish is? Polyamory. Oh. Polyamory. Geminis love to have options. They need the freedom to make one choice and then another and then another and then another. Wow. They need to be able to make all of the choices at once. They're poly people. They need the freedom to explore with multiple partners in different places in different ways. This way they never get bored. Plus they have that beautiful air sign ability to think through their jealousy before they act on it. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, no, in some ways, yeah, I can I can kind of see that. Um, but you know, I feel like Gemini's in terms of kink, they would probably be the ones that would kind of do like um, they would be switches. They make good mm. switches. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the, so the the I deal with a Gemini right now, and he's super dom. But I think we still are able to have kind of that dynamic where we switch to where he still allows me to feel powerful, even if I'm not. Yeah. So I do like that. And then, of course, he likes mad options. So, yeah. <laughs> he likes mad options. He does. So the next one is Cancer. For Cancer, it's actually Sub. 
Cancers are submissive in a multitude of ways, but especially when it comes to sex. The qualities that make for someone who loves submission is to be giving, generous, um, and they feel their best when they're giving to others. Is that mm-hmm. kind of a cancer? I would disagree with that. You would disagree with mm-hmm. that one? Okay, why um, is that? What um, would you put a fetish for a um, cancer? Maybe you said something they're more around dominant. like like uh what is it like um like baby play oh, like what, maybe they get to be like the you parent. You know some real keys. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> she said, "What's the baby play?" The baby right. play. Okay. Right. You know, like that kind of role playing. I mean, because because cancers. See, here's the thing: Daddy's a lot of people yes. people don't misunderstand cancers. They always put pay cancers as being so tender and sensitive, but cancers are very protective, and mm. they they are also very bossy. They love to take charge, mm. so. I would, yeah, I would put them more in a dominant sort of role. Okay, but kind of like what you said, still it's the, the maybe the daddy dom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the next one is Leo. This one is Alpha. Leos shine in the spotlight and they have an alpha personality. They'll play a submissive for sure, but if someone isn't as dominant as Leo wants them to be, they'll switch to their natural emotional habitat and go full alpha on the poor sucker. Leos are extremely picky about their partners as well. Another alpha characteristic. They know what they want and they go get it. To, to some degree. To some degree? Um, okay. I would kind of, yeah. I would say Leos, I think, make good subs because they definitely want to be put on display. Mmm. Or maybe like a humiliation fetish? Um. Like where they're Leo? walked around maybe. and like. I don't know about the humili- humiliation. Okay, maybe, but maybe, more maybe like, being a. Vo- uh, not voyeur. Yeah. The other one. Exhibitionist. Yes. Yes. There you go. Yes. Girl, you know. Look at you. Girl, <laughs> you don't like, need to listen to the shot. <laughs> so the next one is Virgo, and Virgo goes back to BDSM. A Virgo is, and this is so crazy because it's my mom and I see it. Virgo's wait, wait. Mate. You want to take have, a guess? Do you want to take a guess? Go ahead. Slave. Yes, bottoms. Yes! Virgos are the best bottoms. Oh, this is my mom. Oh, that's not good. But yeah, so Your mom was ready to get the anal well, No, and we actually like have this conversation with her and her dynamic with relationships. She's very sub, but then when it comes down to it, like you're cooking, you're cleaning, you're paying, but let's not mm-hmm. even get into the paying the bills. But yeah. um, so Virgo is a slave. Um, in BDSM, slave refers to someone who engages in dom sub role play and is consensually at the complete whim of their dom or master. Virgo is a natu- is natural at serving others and they give everything to their partner if they can't they might even be willing to allow their partner to go find what they're looking for somewhere else this doesn't mean they won't be jealous it just means that it just means that they care that much about making their partner happy mm-hmm. this is crazy yes i believe that yeah oh my god here i go oh my god this is me libra can you guess what libra is a pegger no, bitch. <laughs> so it's not Dom, which I would. So it is also in the BDSM. It says a princess in BDSM. Yeah, I was thinking baby girl. Means like someone who loves to be pampered in a very vanilla, bitch, not vanilla way. No. Calm down, though. Not me. Um, it says vanilla being a term for more monogamous traditional relationship dynamics. Someone but, that needs to be wait, pampered. Wait one moment. Huh. I, it, seriously, that's why I don't like riding dick. Uh-huh. I, you do everything. <laughs> but princesses also have the tendency to be dominant personalities. They want to be the center of their partner's world and want to run their lives in the bedroom. Uh, Yes, bitch! And how this translates to my partnership. Libras, perhaps, because of their concern with justice and equality out of the bedroom, tend to be completely the opposite when they're in it. Well, you know what's funny? Now I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about uh, Libra and Taurus and how both both signs are ruled by Venus, right? 
And I think about like financial dom- domination. Oh, good I can see as far as what you brought up Venus. And, and... So Venus has to do with sedu- seduction. Venus is, uh, you know, your ability to attract things. And Venus is also associated with like money. Okay. So mm. when I think about like, um, you know, expensive things or um, I saw a lot of money. I saw when you said luxury. Luxury, yes. Libra is the same way. Like, very indulgent, very um, luxury driven Girl, indulgent at H&M, <laughs> So when I, I think like about that... I a whole that, lot of things. I think Mandy's pretty frugal, actually. The thing about Venus, Calm too, down, because bitch. Venus is so seductive, <laughs> sure. they have the power to, like, uh, get just basically whatever they want from, mm. from people. I do. Mm-hmm. Bitch, I be getting everything. It just be... I'm right. Okay, so we're almost there, guys. Um, So Scorpio, for those that are listening and waiting for their sign to come up. So Scorpio, this fetish would be primal. Primals love to let out their inner animal in the bedroom. And sex for them is about exposing their rawest, most primal emotions during sex. Scorpios switch between the roles of predator and prey because they get off on the power dynamics. Obviously, oh, yeah. The person who wrote it says, obviously, they fucked a lot of Scorpios. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's crazy with with me is when it comes to the Scorpio dynamic that I have. So I've dealt with two Scorpios in a long-term setting. Mm -hmm. Now, maybe I don't know their rising sun and moon and all of that stuff, Mm -hmm. but they've been completely opposite Mm -hmm. as far as how they are in the bedroom, which is probably why I view Scorpios kind of like I don't really believe them. So one of my Scorpios I've talked about on this show, he was in my life for well over 10 years. He's the guy who I pissed on um, and was really into like me, him being my bitch in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. The other one was not half as freaky as this one, but I guess they were freaky in different ways. Maybe it is a freakness. So the other Scorpio is who I had the male, male, female threesome with, but he got off on seeing me with others more so, but he was innately he wasn't that freaky like mm-hmm. he liked getting head but he really couldn't last in the bedroom like the other one I guess that's also more body wise mm-hmm. but yeah so it's just weird like when I think of Scorpios because I've dealt with two of these well, Scorpios that Scorpio are on Scorpio is a ends. sign of extremes there's no middle ground when it comes to Scorpio oh, at all so go. you either have one on one side that's kind of um, and, and, and they always say too I remember reading this a long time ago like when I first got into Australia they always say like if you meet a Scorpio who has hang ups about sex you should run away from them Oh, why is that? Because um, Scorpio, you know, I hate to say that Scorpio is a sign of sex. Scorpio is not the sign of sex. Scorpio is associated with intimacy, which is which sex is a form of. Mm. Right. And when you also put the power and control dynamic into it, then it becomes a thing around like. Ultimately, what Scorpios want is that unconditional, no holds barred, unfiltered intimacy with another human being that allows them to touch souls as well as their body parts. Oh, they be touch a soul. <laughs> Sound like so, devil did to me. So if they oh, have hangups around intimacy as they see it as like something that is wrong or dirty or bad, then there's usually something else psychologically going, going on there on. that they need to work through. Okay, we have two more signs before we get into like definitely talking about this so Sagittarius their fetish is swingers while Gemini's are also poly they need to have someone to match up with 
Sagittarius people don't see sexuality as a one-on-one thing. Whatever the construction of their relationship is, they like to keep a variety of sexual partners or even attend parties with their partners because of their expansive sexual imaginations. Gemini is the perfect sign for them to hook up with. You uh, and I, I, you I, are I shaking your head. Yeah, as a as a Sagittarius, um, Gemini's. I think Gemini's. I mean, that's a, that's our opposite sign. Okay. So your opposite sign is always going to bring to the table whatever it is you need and you're lacking. Mm. So when it comes to Gemini's that I've dealt with in the past, yeah, there is definitely this incredible tension and heat, but at the same time, it's very love or hate at the same time. Okay. Yes. That's what was Pisces? <laughs> I missed it. Pisces. Oh, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. It's oh, because you said almost it's last. It's last. Oh, bitch, and that's you. So we're going right now oh, to boy. Aquarius. Oh, actually, oh, wait. We got right. Capricorn, mm-hmm. then Aquarius, then Pisces. So Capricorn is sadist. Consent being a requirement for this, sadists enjoy inflicting certain types of pain on their partners. The reason Capricorns would be sadists is because of the disciplinarian roles they often play mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm. You agree with that? We're going to go to Aquarius real quick. Aquarius, this is funny. Perverts. Aquarians are the most offbeat sign in the Zodiac, and their oddball antics exist inside the bedroom, too. They're like the original sexual deviants and enjoy things like voyeurism, Mm. sadomasochism, or wearing women's panties on their faces. They're freaks on the street and freaks in the bed, (laughs) but at least they're consistent. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Okay. And now we're at fucking Pisces. Pisces. The moment that Wheezy's been waiting for. Bitch, and it's you, ho. What's up? Brats in BDSM community are naughty submissive types. Mm. Typically, they pair up with dominance oh and God. like to test the limits of their partner's dominance by disobeying them. Oh my God. Pisces yeah. are brats because they can never decide on being just one way. As the last sign in the zodiac, they're like an. Why, why they got to give me a big word? I've been doing so good this goddamn episode. <laughs> <laughs> a maglamagamation. Amalgamation. Oh, there we go. All right, that way. I couldn't even find. <laughs> um, she said, "Why they gotta give me a word?" <laughs> They're like an amalgamation. <laughs> amalgamation of all the eleven signs before them. Mm-hmm. Although they prefer dominant partners for the most part, they also want to enjoy the freedom to do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Bitch, you pussyhole. Like literally, I've said. I'm just writing down things from my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Right up. I've literally said I love to like say I'm gonna do something bad or tell you about me doing something bad so I can get spanked. This is her, yeah. like to a T. That is insane. That, that was that the Libra read me as a princess because bitch, I don't even like riding dick. <laughs> I, I mean, the only part about me not being a princess, but the dominant part that I take is me enjoying sucking dick. So it just like matched so perfectly with me. But now, guys, yeah, we are gonna before we get into our horrible decision. This one is great. Wait, we gotta talk about yeah, this. we're going to talk about it. So before we get into our horrible decision, guys, we do want to let you know that not only is this episode brought to you by Adam and Eve, this episode is also brought to you by Lola. That's right. A woman-run company, okay, with organic products. Now, I'm going to be real with you. I don't give a fuck about organic shit like that. I don't be vegan. I don't do none of that bullshit. Bitch. I like fuck tofu wings. I want no <laughs> plant-based pizza. But I'll tell you right now, for my pussy, I do appreciate that Lola is organic 
putting shit in your pussy totally can fuck up your pH. We just had Liz Goldwyn here who even mentioned that certain sex toys have toxic plastic. Um, so absolutely 100% we need to make sure we're using safe things inside of us. Lola, luckily, is giving us a discount for our listeners. I believe it's 40% off. Yes, ma'am. So guys, using our code WDP, you get 40% off all subscriptions. So when you visit mylola.com, enter our promo code WDP. Also, just so you know, they have condoms, they have lube, they have tampons. Lube is a big deal, by the way. Absolutely. I think people always ask us when we're talking about anal or sex or whatever, they're like, what kind of lube? Water soluble? I don't know, bitch, but Lola do. And Lola said, well, not only use the code WDP (laughs) for some goddamn organic motherfucking lube in that puss. But while you're bringing up the lube, I do want to bring up if you're going to use my Lola for your lube, um, they do have personal lubricants. So they come so you don't have to carry around a large bottle. This is something you can't put in your purse. Or I like to actually hide my lubes and condoms in my top panty drawer. So it's not like you're pulling out something big. You can even pull it out discreetly. And you know, my favorite shit that's personal is the motherfucking wipes, bitch. You know, and let's just say you go to the club with a nigga, you feel me? And go. then he's like, yo, I want to eat that pussy right now. And he be, he's like not even giving you a chance to go to the bathroom. You just got to like, be like, let me fix my dress. And you wipe that pussy real quick. Luckily, it's the first biodegradable wipe. So you throw it out. It's not going to a landfill. And it's hyperallergenic. So you shouldn't have any type of scent or itchiness. It's not going to cause your vagina to have any sort of irritation, which is good. So I'm just glad that they've partnered um, with Horrible Decisions. And I'm so happy. So again, they guys. They also donate... Um, their products to shelters and shit like that with every purchase and you know Mandy and I have been working with Flowcode at Houston that was an awesome thing that we got to do so Lola does the same thing for anybody that has a purchase they donate to homeless shelters across the United States so again visit mylola.com and get 40% off of all subscriptions now let's get back to this episode so we're going to get into our horrible decision so we're going to try to get through these questions bruh All right. (laughs) All right. I know we done talked a lot Y'all hoes like, goddamn! I ain't hear enough about Taurus. I ain't hear enough about Pisces. What? Listen, no. actually, they heard enough about Pisces. No I, more. About I love Pisces. this question. Someone asked about Mercury and retrograde. What the fuck is that? Why are we always feeling shit? What's that shit? Okay, so here we go. <laughs> Mercury is totally in metro retrograde. Like, what does that mean? Like, what is that? I love it. So, XD says it's in micro braid. <laughs> or Mercury and Gatorade. Uh, Gatorade. Yeah. XD. Okay, um, so yeah. What is so, retrograde? So the planet. Uh, planet Mercury has to do with communication, like, mm-hmm. you know, the way we write, think, speak, um, nonverbal, verbal communication and technology. So when we talk about a planet being retrograde, there's a thing that the planet um, there's an appearance that the planet is moving backwards. So when that applies to astrology, it's a time for us slowing down, reflecting, looking at the past and doing things over. Right. The reason why Mercury retrograde causes so much um, issues is that people are so used to like doing things very quickly, moving forward and, and not really thinking about things where Mercury retrograde forces us to really pay attention to what it is that we do. And so that's why when people say like, oh, you know, um, don't sign things during a Mercury retrograde and, you know, travel is like all delayed and things like that. It's a moment for us to kind of take a step back and really like pay closer attention to the things that we are saying and doing okay. so that when Mercury starts going forward again, we have a clear idea in terms of where we're headed. <laughs> okay. Now, because retrogrades have to do with the past, that's also one reason why like our exes, you know, we can he- end up like oh, hearing from exes back. around the time of re- a retrograde. Um, and usually they come around because it's a moment for us to kind of like reflect and say like you know is this ex an ex for a reason lock the niggas during that retrograde 
<laughs> or is it a situation where maybe there could be a second chance? And see, I'm all here for a second chance. So one of the number one questions that not only I had, but a lot of our listeners were sending in is with astrology and these signs, mm. should I date with these signs in mind? So being to where... If I'm a Libra and I know maybe Scorpio is someone I just do not get along with, mm-hmm. should I make that deter myself from further speaking to a Scorpio? Because down the line, will that cause some grief? So with people dating, is that something that we should keep in mind when choosing our partners? Uh, no, absolutely Okay, not. no, I like that answer. Mm-mm. Now, why do people believe so? Like, Well, I think it's with anything that, like, you know, once you sort of have, like, the quote-unquote code to something, you know, you try to use the the cheat sheet. You know, you try to try to... Um, create the the shortest amount of time between like what you want and like the pain and the trouble and the effort that it actually takes to getting it right. Right. But that's not really what astrology is really about, you know. And when it comes to relationships, it's really about learning about ourselves as well as learning about the people that we're dealing with. And when it comes to astrology and relationships, it's really all an opportunity for growth. I had saw something um, in the in your Instagram feed about someone was saying like, um, you know. Is it possible that you can miss out on your soulmate by like only paying attention to like certain signs? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Like, oh. I have a I have a friend who's also an astrologer, and I love him. And he always talks about how he's a Gemini, and he talks about how all signs are compatible with each other. And I agree. Wait, to, say to, that shit again. Okay, so all <laughs> signs are compatible with each other to a, to a certain extent. Yes, if you're open and interested in learning. Um, what you can from a partner as well as about yourself. There's this opportunity for growth, right? The minute we start to close our minds off and say, no, I'm not going to date any more Leos or I'm not going to date any more Virgos, you don't know. Your next amazing person could be that Virgo that you're shutting down. And the reason why we get uh, certain signs that, like, for a long time, uh, I was attracting Scorpios, which I still do. Uh-huh. Um, but it, the reason for that is because in my own birth chart, all I have is fire and air. I have no water. And so people like Pisces, Cancer, Scorpio, or people who are heavily influenced by those signs naturally gravitate toward me because they're bringing me something that I lack. So oh. when it comes to signs that you attract, there's usually a, a lesson that that sign is trying to teach you that you're not learning or that you're not avoiding and um, or that you're avoiding rather. And I, I never forget the time when I was doing a love and compatibility sort of uh, workshop and I had a Vir- no a Libra in my class and she hated Virgo. She's like, ah, Virgo, Virgo, uh, Virgo. And she had Venus and Virgo. And I was like, well, there's something that these Virgos are teaching you about your self-worth and the way that you relate to others that you need to like acknowledge. And that's why that you're getting that friction with these Virgos. And once you learn that lesson, it doesn't necessarily mean that you'll stop attracting them. But once you learn that lesson, then you can be free to move on to something else that may be a little bit better suited for you. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast 
is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey ho, this episode is also brought to you by Scentbird. All right, now you know I'm bougie, but I'm bougetto. I do my shit on the low. So... I want to tell you guys about Scentbird. We've found a way to mix up our fragrance routine without breaking the bank. Whether it's Tom Ford, Gucci, Dolce & Gabbana, Versace, Scentbird keeps me smelling good all motherfucking month after month. So they put it in this perfect little, like, bottle, right? And you could take it to travel. It's the perfect size. And you actually get 120 sprays. It's more than enough to apply four times daily per month. So you simply choose the cologne or perfume you want to try from like 450 designer brands. And then they send you a 30-day supply. It's a luxury fragrance subscription service for perfume and cologne, okay? So normally they charge only like $14.99 a month. But you know what they got now? For motherfucking listeners of Horrible Decisions, they have 50% off of the first month. All you have to do is use our code WDEZ, okay? Scentbird.com slash WD. Use our code for half off your first month. Again, that's Scentbird. S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D dot com to get your first perfume or cologne perfume. Smell amazing. Switch it up on these bitches, these niggas. Get you some new motherfucking smells. Now, enjoy the show. See, I like this. I like, see, I like what you're saying. Cause I was hoping that you weren't gonna come in and say, well, you know, these are the signs that we are based on where we were born, where we're from, and our birth dates and all of these things. And just knowing that you have all of these kind of different interactions with people and we're not kind of based on our sign. So when people come to you, I guess my question is how, Without being vague, how do you really follow what they are as a sign? You, do you right. know what I'm saying? If right. they come to you and say, I'm a Libra, tell me about myself. Right. With you saying this to where all of us can kind of relate to any sign right. and all this, how how deep does astrology well, really go? It like you're rising and all of that. Have you, had you heard of that before, by the way, Mandy? I mean, yeah, because everyone in the comments was like, I'm rising this. And I was like, okay, what is that? Sounds like the rising necessary Venus. for you to give a proper reading. Right. So when I'm looking at someone's chart, I'm not just looking at the signs. I'm looking at where the planets are falling in their chart. That will also give me some um, information in terms of like how they're expressing their energy. So, for example, you know, let's say you're a Leo. Right. Right. And Leos are technically known for being very flamboyant and very like, you know, out there. and, and, And but if your son is located in the 12th house of your chart, you're not going to be a Leo that wants to be seen. You're going to be a Leo that wants to be more behind the scenes because that zone of your chart is all about being behind the Wait, scenes and not houses? out front. Where the houses yeah, come so from? We, in I, a, I thought in a, we <laughs> was in the solar system with planets, <laughs> and now we in a neighborhood with houses. Where, where, where is we? I don't even know where all, 
So let me if I can like try to make it <laughs> make it plain. So a birth chart is basically a visual map of like the division, like how the, how we divide up the sky based on where we are from you know here on Earth, right? Uh-huh. So the houses that fill a birth chart represent different areas of person life and a different in different areas of who they are. Okay, right. So there's twelve houses, right, which represent all the twelve signs. Yes. So. When it comes to houses, um, so for example, the signs represent a certain behavior. Okay. The planets within the signs represent how those signs, like how that behavior is acted out. But it's only Venus, Mars, and Mercury, right? No. Oh, it's all. It's all. It's, Pluto. it's Sun. Pluto ain't a planet no more. Technically, we so Pluto's we use the... Pluto. So oh. um, we have Sun, Moon, Venus, uh, Mercury, Mars. Jupiter, Saturn. Please excuse my dear. <laughs> um, Neptune, <laughs> Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto. Okay. Yeah. So we that that and then you're I like ascendant. calling it Uranus. Me I know. Too. I was I, <laughs> yeah. I was saying it differently because I'm like Uranus. I'm sorry. I kept walking out, Mecca. I'm like so sick. Oh no. I don't want to. So guys, if any of your favorite podcasters get sick soon, it's because it's Swayze's fault. Wait, no, no, no. I've been like sanitizing the area. <laughs> and everybody records here. That's the problem. Yeah. Everybody's favorite podcast. So that's right. Yeah, I'm literally. Fucked. Yeah. So, Let me put well, some on this shit too. Right. Look, I'm talking shit about you. <laughs> you know? I'm on my boo getting sick. You know what I mean? We both suck the same dick and stuff. Oh, we have scissors. I'm saying, I'm making a joke because we've been. Oh, oh, I'm like, what are you? What what podcast or dick are you sucking? Oh, <laughs> is that not how you took I, that? Look, he's me and him literally look like I was like, I don't know, this is a new. Them hoes better be fucking like. <laughs> but okay, so so the houses and the planets arrive with how you are as behavior. I don't know. Do you have like what other questions? Like um, I know she started writing. I did read one. I, I liked someone to put it in our Instagram. What signs are gonna struggle or be really good at non-monogamy? Mm. Um, who are gonna struggle with monogamy? Actually, let's let's do it that way. I, it's yeah. Someone who's looking for an open relationship. But yeah, who's gonna struggle with monogamy? Um, you mentioned Gemini, Gemini, Pisces. Oh, look at me, bitch! Um, Second dick eating pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Libra, Libra can be serial monogamous, but Libra will always have someone waiting in the wings whenever a relationship is on end. Go ahead and tell. Go ahead and tell. So, Um, here's my question too: With you even asking that question, Mm -hmm. does it still does it still matter? They're like rising moon and sun. Instead of just having... Yeah, to some degree. Because, I mean, you know, again, like, if you're going just off the sun sign and you say, like, oh, you know, Sagittarius Sagittarius is wild and all they do is, like, you know, they fuck everybody. Um, I know Sagittarians who are very, like, I'm committed to you and that's it. I don't, you know, let myself, like, go anywhere else. So... The other signs that in your, are in your chart, like your Venus, your Mars, your Moon, will also play a role in how you express love and affection and what you need in relationships. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start looking at that. Me too. I'm going to start getting into it. I kind of like that. Um, we are going to get into <laughs> our mean, home mail. So wait, quick. can your oh, Moon... Oh, your, no, oh, no, keep going. No, go Does your Sun and Moon and Rising, they never change, right? No, they never change. Okay. Yeah. Ever? 
Mm-mm. Forever? Forever? Because <laughs> like, when you click on certain apps, it'll say like something about my day, and it'll like tell me a new sign. I don't know. Yeah, sometimes it depends because, like, sometimes, like, like I was saying earlier, like the calculations for certain sites um, and apps aren't always okay. accurate. So okay. you have to kind of. So y'all, like, y'all just mindful. get your little right, little read. Well, we see Mandy's a, a rising emotional bitch. bitch in I'm a rising that beach. Oh, no, let me stop. <laughs> um, but now we are gonna get into our home mail, and I really like this home mail because what we've been talking with these signs for the most part, and what we kind of talk every episode is communication. So whether it's communication in dating relationships or in the bedroom, and this one kind of has to do more so with the bedroom. Mm. And so I would love for you to hone in on your, um, give your advice, you as well. Um, so this was a really interesting one, and actually matches one of the questions we almost had in Miami. So, hey ladies, thank you for helping me embrace my sexuality as a black woman. I need your help though. I've been dating a guy on and off for about two years now. I'm not really interested in anything long-term relationship-wise and neither has he, but we're great friends and all that. We took a break in the beginning of the year, mainly because I was getting better dick elsewhere, but he plays college sports and I'm just busy with life. We recently reconnected and I was so excited to get back to the aggressive raw sex that we have, but he let me know as I was on my way to his house, more than a 30 mile drive, that he now has herpes. (laughs) And I froze. I'm aware of the facts and myths about herpes, but I was instantly turned off. Although we weren't together and he contracted the disease after we after we agreed on a break, I don't want to fuck anymore. I told him I got caught up and couldn't make the drive after carrying the conversation a little to not seem mean. Wow. Y'all, he has texted and called me every other day wanting pussy, and I want to give it to him, but I just can't. How do I let him know? Do I tell him that I'm turned off? Do I block his ass? I need help. Sincerely, a conscious freak. If you listen to our herpes episode, you would hear that I believe there's a seriously slim chance that you can get it if there's not a current outbreak. Not saying that you, you know, should willingly go fuck this nigga, but there's probably a chance you fuck somebody else with herpes. With herpes and don't know, yeah. Mm -hmm. I I agree. However, um, I will say, when it comes to... And he's a stand-up guy for telling you. Mm -hmm. Oh, super stand-up guy. Like, I appreciate a guy that, that... Like, he actually is giving you the choice. I would low-key probably be more willing at that point because I'd be like, okay, so you know your body, like... Okay, yeah, so, I, I mean, eh, that's a little... Eh. Where do we stand you know, now? I mean, I I that's like yours? the question, and so... Ella? Ella was... Ella. Uh, Ella Dawson. She was um, our guest on the Herpes episode. Let me see episode, if I can find the And she actually talking. said that she lets people know because that's what she should do. And she does realize that some people are going to be okay with it and some people are not. Yeah. With him having the confidence to even tell you, he's aware that you may not want to fuck with him anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think for all of us but who he gave are, you that choice, though. Yeah, I, I appreciate that he gave you the, that choice. But I feel like for a lot of us who are into having casual sex, I think that it is our choice to decide if we want to keep fucking with oh. someone, um, especially if they let you know that they have something um, and especially herpes that's something that is non-curable mm. but again also like we learned with the herpes episode and it's something that's been coming out more and more often about 80% episode number 20 20 yeah about 80% of the US population has either HSV 1 or 2 so I think that's also something you should ask just to make it seem like you are knowledgeable because this could be maybe he got a cold sore 
Mm. Nigga never had a cold sore in his life until he's an adult now. He's a college athlete and nigga got a cold sore. So it could also be that he got an outbreak on his mouth and he knows that it's a form of herpes. So it may not even be one that's affecting his genitals. So that's something that maybe you could have the conversation with him. Be like, well, hey, is it the one on your mouth or is it the one down there? Like, I think it's also cool to maybe just let him know that you are educated. And if you're saying you know about the myths and you're educated on what herpes entails, you should maybe ask where his breakouts are. I think that that's something smart because then maybe in that sense, if he just has it in the mouth, maybe don't get head from him or he'll also know if he has an outbreak in his mouth. I mean, I mean, I dated someone. I don't want to say who it was, but he was telling me like, I didn't know for months. And then one day we were, he was supposed to come over and he was like, yo, like I thought it wasn't what I thought it was. He was like, I felt this tingle in my mouth and I have a cold sore. And I was like, okay. He was like, yeah, but, like, I definitely have HSV-1, like, so I don't really want to come over and, you know, we make out, and then I spread it to you if you don't have it. Mm. He was like, just let it go away, and you'll be fine. And I was like, why you ain't telling me about this before? And he's like, I didn't have an outbreak, so it was nothing you could contract, but I just felt like it was fair to tell you now. Right. And I was like, wow, because, like, he didn't have to do that. No. To be he real, didn't. he came over with the shit, I'd be like, hey. Oh, yeah, no, no. I, he was my dude. Yeah, I wouldn't be around anybody. Well, here's the thing with that, too. I think one one reason why people are so afraid of disclosing things like that is because of the stigma that's attached to it. Yes. And I think that by responding to him being upfront and open with it by ignoring and dodging his calls kind of pushes that stigma that mm. there's something somehow wrong with him now. I well, say he told the next girl. Right. Ooh, and, and and my and my I, thing to that is that you it's it's your right. Like it's your right to not want to sleep with someone who, you know, has herpes or another form of um, you know, an S T D. Right. But you should at least say, Hey, listen, thank you for telling me. I appreciate your honesty, but I'm gonna pass for now. He, I mean, what can he possibly right. say to that? You and know I, what I mean? I think that's the way and, for and us to be sex. Too. Like they've been fucking raw, yeah. Right. So, so like did you not think you could use a condom? Is that why you were worried? Ah, maybe that's what she's saying. Cause you feel like he gonna want to fuck you without one. Just be like, no, nigga. Yeah, I didn't. Even, she did mention she put the emphasis on raw. It was on in all capital letters. I get that you liked having raw sex with him, but like, you can still get good condom, condom dick. dick. I get great condom dick, like really amazing. And I think Ugh. that that's. And a lot of people always wonder, like, damn, how can you like condom dick so much? So for me, one of the most terrifying things about sex is possibly contracting an STD or possibly getting a goddamn baby that you don't want from a nigga that you know you don't want to spend 18 years in your goddamn life Girl, or the rest I of your life together. Not. Abortions are a big process. It's money. It's time. It's all. And so to me, condom you gonna be sex safe all takes, around. Yeah, it takes away. No baby bump. No pussy bump. <laughs> Actually. That's not 100% accurate. So condoms, condoms cannot protect you from herpes. Um, condoms actually... So herpes is a skin-to-skin contact type of thing. If there's an outbreak and it gets to you. So even if he has herpes... I mean, it's not that they can't protect you from herpes. I think it's just the chances are low because most of it is located, like it's towards then, the coin. I mean, then the other thing too is that, the you, tip, know, the base. you know, in addition to that, like, is he, you know, taking um, the antiviral, you know, uh, mm. Valtrex, you know, helps to reduce the transmission of herpes between partners as right. well. I mean, it could oh, be undetectable, much like HIV when you're on your medicine. Right. right. So, and then that's the thing with HSV as well. It can be in your system as dormant. Mm-hmm. So it, he can go, maybe he has herpes now, but maybe he'll never have another outbreak for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I 
mean, there's a lot of education on it. These are a lot of questions that are asked to us often. And I, I actually picked this question. So we were just in Miami and this we had a straight male ask us a question. He said that he's currently friends with a girl who has open casual sex. And I, what what do you say? Six he or said, 11 partners? 11 partners? I don't remember the number. I just remember he said she has a premium Snapchat. Yeah, <laughs> premium Snapchat. But he also mentioned like having excessive like current sexual partners. Mm-hmm. And when he went to ask her, well, when was the last time you've been tested? She said, well, like 2015 or some shit like, like that. Like it was some years ago. And she also was like, I guess he said she was like reluctant to to get tested yeah. and so he's like I really want to have sex with her but I don't want to have sex with her unless she gets texted and his question was how do I bring up having her get tested so that we can have sex so I know that this is a question with also us in the space of casual dating polyamory non-monogamy and also still wanting to be healthy Um, and with all of these conversations surrounding sex we have to also be safe and healthy but we can't all be safe and healthy if we're not honest with ourselves and honest with the people we're having sex with nothing is wrong with like telling people no ignoring someone ghosting all of that shit that shit is fucking terrible and it's childish tell someone especially someone that you've already slept with and that you care about for someone to give a fuck enough about you to tell you Mm. you gotta give a fuck about him enough to at least say this is the choice I made yeah I agree you know like I really commend this nigga for telling you. Seriously. Me too. Because the fact that, you know, you get something like herpes, you totally understand what it means. And I know he told you when you were on your way over there. I get it. But maybe he was just like, I don't know how to do this. Here it comes. Better late than never. I and that's right. I think it's time for you to at least tell him. Just tell him you're scared. Tell him what yeah. your fears are. I'm sure he's talked about it with his doctor. Yeah. He's I like, agree. damn, what's going to happen He probably now? put her fears to rest. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Well, I hope um, that helped you and maybe some of the other um, people who are tuned in listening. If you guys have any specific astrology questions because I Spend know that we, coin it's a black listen. woman in front of us y'all yes. we can't stop we gotta stop talking about the shit be about the shit I'm about to buy black I'm getting my session with Mecca how much you charge uh, you know talk. we can talk <laughs> we can get talk damn but no I'll try to put her on the spot so she can be like I wanna get it no but um, I, I wanna do mine for sure for a lot of you who have this specific astrology questions um, if you wanna let them know where they can reach you mm-hmm. Tell them your social media handles and then your website because your website is actually how I got in touch with you. Yes. Um, I went straight to her website and emailed her and she was very good with responding back. So for a lot of you who may have um, specific astrology questions as it pertains to just trying to understand yourself a little bit more or you and your partners or you and your relationships with other people such as your friends or your family, definitely hear her up. So where can they hit you up, Mecca? Sure. So my website is mylifecreated.com and you can also find me on Twitter at The Mechanism, which is M-E-C-C-A-N-I-S-M. I'm also on Instagram at One Mechanism and... um yeah, I We're do. We're going to post these links for you. Yeah, well, <laughs> it'll all be in um, the description of this episode. And we'll also be Put tagging on her um, on Instagram and when we go ahead and post on Twitter. So, do you have anything coming up? Because I know you do the workshops. You have a lot of little events have, that you yeah, do. Yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, do you doing. have anything coming up um, in the month of May? Let's say the ending of May. 
Um, well, the most recent thing that I did, I just dropped a uh, web-based astrology course for for beginners. Nice. Um, the registration That's just closed, but it's going to be opening again soon. So people can follow me or they can um, sign up for my lose- newsletter at my website and I'll let them know when registration opens again. Um, I also just published my first book Congrats. on astrology Hello. in October called Astrology for Happiness and Success. And yeah, I'm I'm a, a frequent contributor. I do the the daily horoscopes at Bustle. I do monthly horoscopes at I am. You do Bustle, Co. wow. Mm-hmm. And I also do uh, full moon horoscopes at Girl Boss. So this you can find me all over. Say the place. all that shit. <laughs> um, what does a session with you look like? Is it thirty minutes? Is it ten minutes? Um, Is so it chatting phone. Yeah, so I have actually have clients from all over the world. So um, humble flex, <laughs> I I do Skype and uh, Google Hangouts. I do you like fo- video? Yeah, well, um, if people like live outside of New York, but if you're in New York or or New York, you know, uh, like tri-state based, we can definitely like meet in person. Um, but I do like my my sessions usually run from like um, about an hour, like forty five minutes to an hour really? and a half. Depending oh, wow. on um, yeah, girl, what kind of session, um, I'm gonna be in person. And then I also do recorded readings that people can buy, and then I record them and send them to them. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, wh- why in person do you prefer? Why looking at someone do you prefer that? Um, be just because I think it's more intimate, and also just the idea of like it just becomes more genuine, you know? Because I Agreed. think, again, you know, for me being in this line of work, I'm also hypersensitive to people who are charlatans and who are just in this game to oh, we take advantage... fucking ad To take advantage of people and to... Like, I just saw this article that came out the other day about, like, how all of a sudden people are starting to call themselves astrologers and they don't have the training for it, you know? Which is very dangerous because you are essentially getting uh, people's information and charging them money for it and essentially it's very sensitive information you know people are like coming to you for guidance and the fact that people are out here just hustling for money i mean it's always yeah, you know it's, it's been it's day, been at times what do you mean i just realized that which is that i want to bleep out the time that we told people we were born why bitch i don't want nobody reading my shit and doing no voodoo on me huh <laughs> can they do all that shit i mean you might want to kind of no i'm bleeping that shit out yeah um, you might want to edit that fuck out fuck that You'll be editing this episode. Yep. Right. You see all this work she got us doing? And she just be like, yep, just post it. No, bitch, damn. I said, I'm sorry. Yeah, you got all this. You got all of this. But um, no, okay, so. So, yeah. I, I, I'm super excited to kind of actually maybe look more into this because I didn't know anything about my rise and sign and all that. And I hope if you guys are interested in maybe getting more um, into astrology, your horoscope sign, and seeing what Mecca has to offer, you definitely check her out. Again, all of her information will be in the description to this episode. Um, and then again, I want to give a huge, huge, huge shout out to everybody who came out to motherfucking LA. Y'all was lit. Y'all turned up we rocked out two motherfucking shows and we are kicking off our very last stop in toronto it is sold out i'm excited this is my first time in canada you know i'm gonna be up there what ovo views from the six all that shit y'all be doing or whatever um muntings muntings uh but yeah we're gonna go ahead shout out to everyone on patreon because of y'all, we're able to do this tour. Again, at the end of this episode, you will hear a five-minute clip from one of our bonus episodes. We want to thank you guys. We want to thank you, Mecca, for thank joining you. us thank here on Horrible Decisions. Me. And again, this has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.